today on Transforming Lives. It is lives. through the communion of the Holy Spirit that you get to understand the law. Amen. It is through that relationship with the Holy Spirit that you get to understand the Godhead. Welcome to Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church in Alexandria, Virginia. Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia is a multicultural, missions-oriented, disciple-making church with the purpose of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible in the Northern Virginia area and around the world. Please join Reverend Obadiah Swen for today's message. That we need to grow up. We need to mature. We need to become perfect. Amen. We need to be of the same mind. We need to live in peace. We need to allow the peace of God to fill our lives. Amen. And then he said in verse 14, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit. Now this is one place where we have the three persons of the Godhead being manifested. Amen. We talked we talk about the, the grace of, uh, of Jesus, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit. He talks about it, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's three separate persons, three separate functions, three uh, um, separate, separate manifestations that are flowing from them. The Father flows with love. Jesus flows with grace. The Holy Spirit flows with communion and, or fellowship. Amen. And that's what the Bible is telling us here. Amen. And so the last but not the least, how do we experience or the reason for the unlimited power of the Holy Spirit in our lives is fellowship. Say fellowship. fellowship. Amen. You see, Paul used this passage, and this is the closing of this book, Second Corinthians, his letter, by talking about the grace of Jesus, talking about the love of God, and talking about the communion of the Holy Spirit. Now I want you to imagine the grace of Jesus. How can you can you understand fully the extent of God's grace towards us? Amen. Jesus came and died so that every sin that you may ever sin, past, present, and future, is paid for. His grace extends. That word grace means on merited favor has been extended to us regardless of who you are or what you have done the grace of Jesus is extended to you amen the grace of Jesus has nothing to do with what you can do or how you can live or what it is extended to all it's the free unmerited favor Amen. Um, there's one way I, I, I like to talk about the grace of Jesus is, is G-R-A-C-E, God's redemption at Christ's expense. That means God redeemed us at the expense of Christ. Jesus came and died on the cross so that we can experience redemption. This is grace. It's freedom. Free grace. The vastness of his grace towards us. Can you understand it? Amen. Every sin, there is nothing greater. There is no sin that is greater. Nobody will go to hell as as long as since Jesus died on the cross. Nobody will go to hell because of sin. They will go to hell because of rejection 
of Jesus. Not because of sin, because he has paid for all the sins of the world. Some people teach that where Jesus paid for only those who are elected. No, the Bible says, whosoever shall call. Say whosoever. Amen. You see, uh, um, you see, scriptures has a way of interpreting itself. Amen. And, and the Bible tells us, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It was if it was only the elect, then only the, you, the Bible would have said only the elect will call. And the Bible says, whosoever call. Amen. You see, people try to put their own interpretation or own mold in the scripture. We need to take it the way it is. Amen. And allow the God to speak to us. He said, whosoever will. Amen. And every sin, past, present, and future. I'd like to say it this way. If there is any sin that you can manufacture now that Jesus did not die for, then salvation was not complete. But the Bible tells us that your salvation is complete. There will be no more death. Jesus is not dying on the cross anymore. Say amen. But the Bible, that's not all. The Bible talks about the grace of Jesus, the vastness of it. But then the Bible says the love of God. Say the love of God. Amen. Ephesians chapter 3 tells us about how great, how high, how, how wide, how deep, and how long is the love of God. The Bible says it is beyond comprehension. Amen. The Bible says that it is the love of God is beyond comprehension. Jeremiah said, God loves us with an everlasting life. Now think about everlasting. Our finite mind cannot comprehend everlasting. Amen. That's how much God loves us. The vastness of his love. He longs for us. He loves us. He ministers unto us. Every man, boy, girl, woman, God loves. Every color, race, every uh, um, whether educated, uneducated, whether rich or poor, amen, God loves all people. Hello? The love of God extends to all. The grace of Jesus is given for all. The love of God extends to all. Can you imagine? There's nobody can uh, um, understand the, the, the vastness and the depth of his love. His love forgives. His love protects. His love surrounds. His love provides. His love defends. His love adapts. His love um, uh, um, uh, undergird. And, and by his love also, he makes us uh, 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 his own by causing us to be an heir and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. It is so important for, 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 for us to understand the vastness of the love of God. Amen. But the Bible talks about something else. The Bible says the communion. Say, say it with me. Say the communion. The communion of the Holy Spirit. Now this is the most important uh, that, that we, you need to understand because it is through the communion of the Holy Spirit that you get to understand the grace. It is through the communion of the Holy Spirit that you get to understand the love 
Amen. It is through that relationship with the Holy Spirit that you get to understand the Godhead. The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter uh, um, 1, um, verse 9 and 10, it says, Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the hearts of people the things that God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed it. He has given it to the Holy Spirit so that the Holy Spirit can open our understanding to us. But that understanding, it comes as we commune, fellowship with the Holy Spirit. The David said it this way. He said in Psalm 91, He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Amen. Let's 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 take it apart a little. He said, the person who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. When you look at the Hebrew connotation of that, is talking about the inner chamber of God, the secret place, the private place, the private chamber, the private room, the private quarters of God. Say, the person who dwells in the private quarter of God shall abide. Shall say abide. Under the shadow of the Almighty. Now that word abide is the same word in John chapter 15 when Jesus said, If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall, uh, uh, whatever you ask, you shall receive. And that word abide, the literal uh, um, um, connotation in the Hebrew and in the Greek, it means to spend the night. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. I mean, so what the Bible is telling us is that if you come into the secret place, of God and you decide to remain and to spend the night and to live there you shall experience if you notice secret things are not shared in the open secret things are shared in private amen and that's what the Bible talks about when the Bible talks about the Holy Spirit the communion of the Holy Spirit he's talking about that fellowship that oneness that coming together that learning of, that understanding the mind, allowing the God to pour his divine presence and consciousness into you, God filling you and flowing in your life and showing you his ways and showing you his acts. Just like God, the Holy Spirit led Jesus from one place and led the apostles from one place to another. Just like he is doing now, God wants you to come into fellowship, come into that relationship, build that relationship with the Holy Spirit so you know what he is saying, what he is doing, and what he wants you to do. Say hallelujah. Say hallelujah. Can you imagine the Godhead, the creator of the universe, is saying to you, I want to have a relationship with you. I want to fellowship with you. I want to allow you to commune with me so that I can flow in and through you to allow my power to so saturate your life that you will bring out my nature. That's what God wants to do. Paul said it this way in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. He said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ who lives in me. And the life which I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loves me and gave himself for me Paul Jesus was saying that when the Holy Spirit comes he shall abide with you he shall live with you he shall be 
in the secret place and you need to spend the time with him um isaiah chapter 40 verse 31 says they that wait on the lord shall renew their strength is that same that word wait is the same word that is used for abide okay and that's why he's saying if you wait on the lord you shall renew your strength you shall mount up with wings upon the eagle like the eagle you shall run and not be weary you shall walk and not faint now most of the time when we read that's the passage that we we meditate upon but you need to just step back if you go to isaiah chapter 40 verse 28 god said in fact i want to read it to you uh, um, isaiah chapter 40 verse 28 I want to read it to you because I want you to, to understand the implication and we're close right here. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28. He said, God speaking. He said, have you not known, have you not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, neither slumber or nor is weary, his understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might. He increased strength. Even, verse 30, the young shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fail, I mean fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Amen. So when you read it from verse 28, you get the context. Amen. You, you, you get the context of what God is saying. He is saying, hey, listen. I am the creator of the heaven and earth. I am the Lord God. I am the one who created everything. And I neither slumber nor sleep. I am not weary. I am not tired. I am not, I, I, I don't get exhausted. I'm the one, even young people will get exhausted. Even the, the mighty will, 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 will falter. But you need to remember that my understanding is hard to understand. And my, I give power to the weak. I give to those who do not have might. I give strength. And even I, God, will enable and strengthen those who are weak, if you wait. He's talking here about fellowship. This is, that's what he's talking about. Fellowship. Amen? Fellowship. He's talking about getting into a relationship with the Holy Spirit. If you wait, if you abide, Jesus talked in John chapter 15. If you abide in me and my words abide in you. Um, in, 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 in David talked about uh, um, abiding in the secret place of the Lord. God is telling here in Isaiah, he's talking about fellowship. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. Say hallelujah. hallelujah. There is an unlimited power that God has released in our lives. That we can only experience if we take the time and get to know 
the Holy Spirit. Fellowship with him. Let's stand to our feet. Hallelujah. Those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like the eagles. They shall walk. Rummy run and not get weary. They shall walk and not faint. Um, if um, I give you uh, an assignment for you to uh, uh, research about the eagle. The eagle is one bird that lives a long time. And the eagle share its wings over and over. And when the eagle is sharing its wings, the eagle flies all the way to the high mountain and stay there in the cliff of the rock for months until the winds fall off and it shares new winds. That's why the eagle can fly as high as it can fly and it can actually take advantage of the obstacles that may ordinarily hinder it because it flies upon the wind. It, it flies, it rides the wind. Amen. And that's what God wants us to do. When you spend time with the Holy Spirit, God will take you to that place of refreshing and renewal so that you can experience the grace and the power. Say amen. Let's talk to God right now. Just lift up your hands and begin to just thank him for the anointing of the Holy Spirit, the power and the communion of the Holy Spirit that he has made available to you. Just talk to him right now. Father, we bless you. We bless you for the opportunity to spend time with you. We bless you for the opportunity, oh God, to, to just uh, allow you to fill our lives, to teach us and show us your grace, show us your love, show us how to fellowship with you. We just yield to you. We thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit that you've given unto us, the, the pressing of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your power. Saturate our lives, Holy Spirit. We yield to you. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. We bless you. Hallelujah. Friend, I want to pray for those of you who um, want a touch of the Holy Spirit and to challenge you to, to spend some time with him. Get in his presence. Ask him to touch your life and to change your heart and to make you own. Jesus has already given us the Holy Spirit, but we need to receive him, and we need to allow him and, and learn to fellowship with him. I want to pray that the presence and the power of God will fill your life. Now, Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for those who do not know you to come to the saving knowledge of you. Well, in a special way, Holy Spirit, I pray that you would touch the lives of your people. Fill them to overflowing. Teach them your ways. I pray, Lord, that you give them a revelation of who you are. We bless you. We give you all the praise. Do a work in them, O oh God. In Jesus' name. Amen. Let's prepare to receive communion. Amen. 
The Bible says, On the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which was broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner, he took the cup, and when he had stopped saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shared for many for the remission of sin, this do in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show forth the Lord's death until he comes. Amen. Let's go ahead and partake now of the bread that signifies the broken body, and let's claim our healing. Amen. So that's the fire of your version. Pray for the bread that signifies the broken body. The wine signifies the shed blood. Let's partake now of the wine. Hallelujah. Just if I lift up your voice and pray for the wine that signifies the shed blood. Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you for the wine that represents your blood as the blood that you shed on the cross for our sins for We thank you, Lord, for your blood cover us with any sickness, any disease, from any protect us from the attacks of the enemy. Lord, we thank you for everything, Lord, and we make this all out to you, Lord Jesus, as we continue our journey, Lord Father. We will listen to you, Lord Father, and uh, we will represent your name on our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's say this together. Say, Jesus, Jesus. Thank, you thank you for the covenant that you have rectified by your blood. Lord, we thank you because this covenant is filled with great and precious promises. And we are partakers of these promises. We are healed. We are forgiven. We are delivered from the power of darkness and translated into your kingdom. We are the head and not the tail. We are above and not beneath. We come behind in no good thing. Whatever we put our hands to, prosper. Father, we thank you for the newness of life that we now enjoy in Jesus' name. Father, I bless you for your people. I give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. Those who are streaming with us, I just thank you for all that you are doing by your spirit in their lives. Lord, you said in your words that we should put your name upon your people. And so I declare and decree the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and to be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. The Lord enlarge your territory, giving you wisdom and insight. 
favor and increase. The Lord overshadow you with the power of the Holy Spirit. The Lord quicken you and strengthen you. The Lord perfect his will in your life. The Lord protect you and heal your body. The Lord use you as his instrument to share the gospel with those you come in contact with, to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to cast out devils, to cleanse the lepers. Freely you receive, freely give. The Lord gave you the mind of Christ, the wisdom of Solomon, and the blessings of Abraham in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. God bless you. Thank you for spending this time with us. We do not like to end our broadcast without giving you the opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. The Bible says, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Friends, if you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Friends, we are excited that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We would like to send you some free materials to help you grow in your Christian faith. This has been a presentation of Transforming Lives, a media ministry of Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia. Please join us at one of our services on Sunday at 11 a.m. Contemporary Worship. Wednesday at 8 p.m. Bible study, and Friday at 8 p.m. intercessory prayer. For more information about Harvest Intercontinental Church, Virginia, and how you can partner with us, please visit our website at harvestersvirginia.com or email us at admin at harvestersvirginia.com. Mm -hmm.